Welcome to this edition of Monday Sermon. I'm Pastor Corey. Today is Monday, April 25th, 2022. This is a podcast of Winfield Baptist Church in Winfield, Pennsylvania. More information about our church can be found at winfieldbaptist.com. Our fighter verse for this week is 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 17. Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. The old has passed away. Behold, the new has come. So, if you like short verses, this is your week. Let's talk about the verse. What is the new creation? Well, it is an act that God has moved in your heart and your life to bring you faith in Christ. You are still you, but as we read in Ephesians 2, before coming to Christ, we're dead in our sins and trespasses. And in Christ, we are now alive together with Him. So, you are still you in the new creation, but you're now alive spiritually and no longer dead in your sin. So, you're you, but new. You are new. In the new creation, something does change. The old self, dead in sin, and by nature a child of wrath, not caring about God, has passed away. That which was dead spiritually has been buried. There are two other passages in Scripture that help make this clear. First, Romans 6, verses 5 and following. For if we have been united with Him in a death like His, we shall certainly be united with Him in a resurrection like His. We know that the old self was crucified with Him in order that the body of sin might be brought to nothing, so that we would no longer be enslaved to sin. For the one who has died has been set free from sin. Now, if we have died with Christ, we believe that we will also live with him. We know that Christ, being raised from the dead, will never die again. Death no longer has dominion over him. Here, Romans gives us a picture of the burial of the old self in the ordinance of baptism. In the new creation, the old is put away, buried. The funeral is over, and that is in the past. But the new, in some ways, is ever-changing from one degree of glory to another, which is what we read in 2 Corinthians 3, verse 18. We all, with unveiled face, beholding the glory of the Lord, are being transformed into the same image from one degree of glory to another. For this comes from the Lord, who is the Spirit. And then another passage that kind of brings that home is Colossians 3, verse 10. And having put on the new self, which is being renewed in knowledge after the image of its creator. Here, Paul and Colossians, we get more specifics of what the new creation is to look like. Namely, we are to look like Jesus. Our purpose in this life is to glorify God. We glorify God by being like Jesus Christ. God knows we're not going to be perfect but he expects us to be growing and changing to be more like his son, the Lord Jesus Christ. That's what the new creation looks like. Next, let's be reminded of the sermon and text from Sunday. On Sunday, we looked at the last part of Luke chapter 24, the road to Emmaus, and Jesus' self-revelation to his disciples. We saw the slow progression of Jesus revealing himself to the disciples. First, showing himself in the word then in the breaking of bread, and finally in physical form. Jesus draws us to himself. 
And the beauty of the church is the multifaceted stories of how God has done this very thing in individuals' lives. I shared on Sunday how my grandmother could not put a date on when she believed in Christ, but rather always remembers believing. That's a treasure. For many others, it was what we see in Luke, this slow, gradual drawing us to the truth of Jesus. And yet for others, it comes on sudden. But in all, Christ is shown as the greatest treasure and Savior. If you know Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, may I encourage you to write out your testimony. Take time to think about how God drew you to himself, the people he used, the places, the circumstances of life that made the truth of Jesus real and alive to you. We'll end our talk today with a takeaway. Uh, This Sunday, May 1st, we will begin a Missions Emphasis Month. We're going to talk about both God's call for His followers to be on mission, no matter where they find themselves, and the specific call for some to go and be missionaries somewhere else, specifically cross-culturally. The elders and pastors hope that through this month, that all of us engage in God's mission to rescue sinners by the message of the gospel, told and lived out in the lives of his disciples. Second, that we as a church would see our part in the sending out of cross-cultural missionaries to people who need to hear the gospel. Third, that some in our church would respond to God's call to go to the nations. Fourth, that we would all pray for those who have never heard and that God would indeed raise up missionaries to go. And fifth, that we as a church would live with urgency to see people come to know Jesus Christ. So, may I invite you to pray for us as we prepare these messages and pray that God would use them to further his mission on earth. Thanks for listening. I hope you will tune in next Monday as we continue to be encouraged by the word. Until then, I'm Pastor Corey, and this has been an episode of Monday Sermon, a podcast of Winfield Baptist Church.